Today is Thursday, October 7th, 2021, and here are three things you need to know to be smart today. Leaked bombshell documents show that the U.S. and China were planning to create a brand new coronavirus. What could possibly go wrong? Seriously, people. Also, Joe Biden released dangerous terrorists from prison. What could possibly go wrong? Well, Americans could die. That's exactly what happened when Joe Biden released the then-suicide bomber that killed 13 Americans from Bagram Air Force Base. We have the horrified reactions on this show. Speaking of horrified reactions, the country was horrified to watch first scumbag Hunter Biden throw an art show in downtown L.A. Sketchy high-ranking officials showed up. This is the kind of ethics concerns that everyone was worried about, including Obama officials. But it was Jen Psaki who got painted red by Hunter Biden. We have the clips here. And in good news, Joe Biden's polls sink faster than a submarine in the Iraqi Navy. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Have you ever watched one of those old-timey horror flicks and... The teenagers in distress, their car breaks down and they have to go into the old mansion and you're just saying, no, don't go into that creepy old mansion. Come on, guys. There are knives stabbed through the front door. There are skeletons in the yard. The chainsaws are hanging from the garage. There are creepy red eyes peering out from the windowsill. Why are you walking through the creepy old haunted mansion? The reason why these films are so campy and so bad are that you can obviously and clearly see the horrible mistakes that lead up to the ultimate demise of your main characters. Your protagonists have befallen some type of terrible fate because they made dumb, obvious decisions. They entered the chainsaw-filled garage and thought it was okay when the guy with the hockey mask was sitting there sharpening his chainsaws to ask him directions. See, you look back and you say, probably not a great idea. That was going to really cost you a lot. These stupid blundering decisions that put you and your life in jeopardy and everybody's lives around you in jeopardy, you shouldn't have done that. That is precisely the effect of our current news cycle when it comes to the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic. As you look backwards, you are able to see the utter recklessness, stupidity, and bastardization of nature itself by our global health establishment in order to get what? What is the reason to do it? What are the pros and what are the cons? What are the benefits? What are the downsides? Truly, if you're going to mess with nature itself, with your, if you're going to mess with the order of the universe, you better have a damn good reason to do it. You better be needing to nuke Japan and end World War II. That better be a good reason for you to start messing with uranium-235 and making it irradiated and dropping it into a bomb, into a cylinder. That will kill millions. When you're going to mess with elements in nature that will kill millions, you better have a great reason to do it, and nobody has given us a reason. What we have are the documents, the proof, the proof that our global health establishment were recklessly, suicidally putting all of us in jeopardy by creating new coronaviruses inside of the Wuhan laboratory. This 
leaked document obtained by the Daily Mail shows that U.S. researchers and Chinese researchers were using your tax dollars in 2018 to try and create new coronaviruses. I read to you from the Daily Mail. The U.S. and Chinese scientists were planning to create new coronaviruses before the pandemic erupted. Leaked proposals show. Shocking. That is the headline. Daily Mail. Here we go. Last month, a grant application submitted to the U.S. Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, known as DARPA, revealed an internal team of scientists had planned to mix genetic data of similar strains to create a new virus. This would result in a virus which had no clear ancestor in nature, a World Health Organization expert told The Telegraph. The expert, who asked the paper not to publish their name, said that such a method had been carried out. It would explain why no close match has ever been found in nature to SARS-CoV-2, known to us all as COVID-19. Why is this relevant? Well, all viruses that have had pandemic-level outbreaks in the modern era have traceable zoonotic origins, meaning if you have the bird flu, you can go back to the field in China, check the chickens, and the chickens where the bird flu outbreak occurred, that's where it came from. You find the natural origins of that virus living and mutating inside of animals. You're able to go back and say, okay, well, here's how that mutation happened, and here's how it infected humans. They were eating the animals, they were dealing with the animals, they were touching the animals, they were raising the animals. Therefore, the virus passed to the human, and then the human passed it on to other humans. There you go. Bingo, bango, bongo. There's your pandemic. This is very strange. It is strange that this novel coronavirus has no natural origins, and it's not for lack of trying. They have been searching like crazy to find the natural origins of this virus, and they found zero. Goose egg. Nothing. Not that it was a goose egg. They didn't find COVID-2 in a goose egg. <laughs> they found nothing. Now, that's very interesting because this research that we're now learning about matches very closely the research that was funded by Dr. Fauci and Francis Collins, both disgraced members of our American health establishment. Francis Collins just resigned this week as this scandal heats up. So what is the scandal? The scandal is that the United States funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan, China. That is what The Intercept found in FOIA requests. We spent $3.3 million of taxpayer money through Dr. Fauci and Francis Collins at the NIH to fund dangerous bat coronavirus experimentation inside of the Wuhan Virology Laboratory, the place where all experts are pointing to as the lab leak theory heats up. Did American tax dollars fund the COVID-19 pandemic? Were Anthony Fauci and Francis Collins directly responsible for the research that birthed a dangerous pathogen onto the earth? Well, the Wall Street Journal is saying so. You don't have to believe your boy Benny. You can just flip on over to the Wall Street Journal to read Science Closes In on COVID's Origins, a incredible article. I could not believe I saw this in corporate media. Four studies, including two from the WHO, provide powerful evidence favoring the lab leak theory. Let's read. Where did COVID-19 come from? The answer can be found in SARS-CoV-2 itself. To get to the truth, we need to unleash the power of science. 
Based on expertise with SARS-CoV-1 and MERS, we know that many people are infected by host animals long before coronavirus mutates to the point where it can jump from human to human. The article goes on, within months of the SARS-1 and MERS outbreaks, scientists found animals that had hosted the viruses before they made the jump to humans. More than 80% of the animals in affected markets were infected with coronavirus. In an influential March 2020 paper in Nature and Medicine, Kristen Anderson and co-authors implied that host animals for SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19, would soon be found. If the virus had been cooked up in a lab, of course, there would be no host animal to find. The WHO team searched for the host in early 2020, testing more than 80,000, 80,000, that's insane, animals from 209 species, including wild, domesticated market animals. Not a single animal infected with SARS-CoV-2 was found. Not one. Nothing. Incredible. This finding strongly favors the lab leak theory. We can only wonder if the results would have been different if the animals tested had included the humanized mice kept in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. That's right. There is the question. This is the only question to be asked. Why? When? How? How did it leak out? Why were you doing this research in the first place? Why would you take something, a dangerous pathogen that lives high up in the mountainsides, inside of bats, its natural reservoir, and why would you take it down into a crowded laboratory with a leak history, with a dangerous history, and allow it to infect people? Ladies and gentlemen, the only way we will have answers to these questions is if we have a real congressional investigation, a Mueller-style investigation into these origins, asking the questions of Dr. Fauci, of Francis Collins, of Peter Daszak, and the people behind these evil Frankenstein bastardization experiments. It's not a smoking gun. Even the corporate media admit this is now a nuclear blast crater. This is the burning of Rome. You can see it for miles. It's obvious what happened here, and it's time for some accountability. These people have destroyed our global marketplaces and the lives of millions around the world. And because of the actions of these reckless few, our entire monetary system is in jeopardy. You've seen the financial markets all over the place right now. The Wall Street Journal and Goldman Sachs are telling us not to invest in equities right now. That's probably what you're heavily invested in. That's what I'm heavily invested in. Well, equities are going to see a measly 5% return, may even go negative. You're starting to see that. You're starting to see the erosion of the dollar. The Fed is printing trillions of dollars right now. Congress has a monstrous infrastructure bill sitting there waiting to be passed. Guys, it doesn't take a genius to see that you need a safe haven for your money. Historically, what are the safe havens for investment? Well, things that are scarce, things that are limited, things that are stable, like art. This is how professional investors are preparing for the nightmare scenarios. That's right. They are investing in real, physical assets that are not gold or real estate or anything related to crypto. They're investing in art. It's one of the oldest and most stable asset classes of all time. Masterworks is a new revolutionary tech platform that lets you own pieces of timeless, classic masterpieces by artists world-renowned. It is a revolutionary tech platform because you get the chance to actually invest in the $6 trillion 
art world. Early adopters have already returned 32% on their investment and many more to come. 200,000 members have joined many fellow Benny listeners. Their wait list keeps getting longer, but luckily you can get in the front of the line. We have 83 passes to skip to the front. Join the exclusive world of art collecting and investing. Jump to the front of the line on Masterworks with Benny, the code Benny. Masterworks slash Benny will get you access to one of the most exclusive, scarce, stable industries in the world. It has been preserved for thousands of years. These masterpieces are incredible. It's why I invest with Masterworks and Previous offers have sold out in hours, so do not wait around. See the important disclosures at masterworks.com slash disclaimer. All right, someone who should have checked the disclaimer is Joe Biden, the disclaimer on a prison filled with terrorists in Afghanistan saying, please do not abandon this prison. It will lead to bad things. That's the disclaimer printed on the back of the tag of every prison that we build around the world as Americans, and then we shove ISIS fighters and known terrorists into it. The tag says, don't open this prison and free them, especially while you have American troops on the ground. Don't do it ever, but please don't do it while you have Americans standing there. They'll probably retaliate. Well, Joe Biden didn't learn anything from his predecessor, Barack Obama, who did the exact same thing, liberating terrorists from Guantanamo Bay, swapping them for Bo Bergdahl, a coward and a deserter. And now those terrorists run Afghanistan, those same people in charge of Afghanistan. Joe Biden did the exact same thing in his own way. It was just stupider. Joe Biden's the same as Obama. He's just stupider. It's just worse. Everything's just worse. He's the off-brand cereal at Sam's Club, the giant bag, Tasty O's, and Fruit Rounds. That is Joe Biden. The off-brand cereal of Barack Obama. Everything is worse. It's in a plastic bag. It has a horrible aftertaste. But he's still doing the same thing. He's releasing terrorists into the public. That's what he did when he abandoned Bagram Air Force Base. Can you imagine a decision stupider than abandoning Bagram Air Force Base and saying, hey, Taliban, here are a bunch of known terrorists, the most evil people that we could find. We rounded them all up for you. Here you go. Have at them. What do you think the Taliban is going to do? They just opened the prison doors to get out of here. This decision was suicidal. It was malevolent. It was evil. And even the low IQ, doughy, opportunist political operators who run our military right now, knew that this was going to get Americans killed. That's right. General Miley and Lloyd Austin and General McKinsey were up on the Hill last week, all of them testifying to the fact that they said, uh, yeah, probably shouldn't close Bagram Air Force Base. We have a ton of dangerous people interned there in a prison. It is our only operational base in the region. Well, Joe Biden just went ahead and clicked the red button and said, let's do the dumbest possible thing here. That is always Joe Biden's move. Punch the red button as hard as you can and do the dumbest thing. Biden closed the base, and now we know what happened. The ISIS-K bomber who took the lives of 13 Americans, young American men and women who were attempting 
to evacuate under the worst possible conditions at Hamid Karzai Airport instead of evacuating Americans at Bagram Air Force Base, which is away from the city center on top of a mountain with a secure perimeter where no American lives would have been lost and all of the evil people would have been behind bars. Well, Joe Biden decided to not evacuate from that point, to evacuate from a single runway airport and put our boys and girls in harm's way. And now 13 Americans are dead because a suicide bomber that Joe Biden released went and did what suicide bombers do, slaughter Americans. We knew this was going to happen. His generals told him it was going to happen. And Joe Biden did nothing. This man directly led to the death of these Americans, and he should be held accountable for it. The blood is on his hands. Kabul suicide bomber was among those prisoners released from Bagram after Biden abandoned base. This is CNN.com. ISIS-K suicide bomber who carried out deadly Kabul attack has been released from prison days earlier. The ISIS-K suicide bomber who carried out a terrorist attack at Kabul International Airport in late August, killing 13 service members and dozens of Afghans, had been released from prison near Kabul just days earlier when the Taliban took control of the area, according to three U.S. officials. This put new scrutiny on the Biden administration's decision to abandon Bagram while U.S. citizens were not fully evacuated from Afghanistan. This new revelation shows the direct link from abandoning Bagram to the terror attack that killed 13 American service members. Brutal from CNN. Listen to this. Well, really, this is bound, Kate, to reignite the debate about the U.S. handing over Bagram Air Base uh, to the Afghan National Army. That took place on July 1st. And we now understand uh, from this new CNN reporting that Abdul Rahman Alugari, the terrorist who from ISIS-K, who was responsible for killing 13 American service members and dozens of Afghan civilians trying to get out of the country that he had been held at Parwan prison in Bagram Air Base. Uh, When the Taliban took power on that Sunday, the first thing they did before coming into Kabul was essentially to empty the prisons at Parwan prison in Bagram and also in Pulacharki. And I remember that very well because there were very real securities concerns across the whole capital that this could lead to a huge spike in crime and also terrorist activity. Parwan prison at Bagram held thousands of prisoners, but also specifically hundreds of very dangerous terrorists. Now, the Taliban was obviously trying to release their own people from the prison. But in the process, they did release these ISIS-K members. And that now, of course, has real ramifications in terms of the security situation here on the ground. There was a large terrorist attack at a mosque here just a couple of days ago. There have been ongoing attacks in Jalalabad. Boy, that's got to taste badly at CNN. Oh, that report has got to sting. CNN did their good little boy routine for the DNC operating as their PR wing during the 2020 election, repeating every fake talking point about Joe Biden, but in particular calling Joe Biden a foreign policy expert and a decent man. Joe Biden is neither of those two things. He is the opposite of those two things. And CNN is now eating crow. I hope you choke on it. It's got to taste bitter. It's got to taste bad. Keep eating, CNN. It's only going to get worse. 
But you, dear listeners, do not have to be eating crow with CNN. You're too smart for that. You should be eating steak, delicious, red American meat right off the grill, and you can get it delivered right to your door with GoodRanchers.com. That's right. If you subscribe to GoodRanchers.com, you will get all American meat all American steak raised here in this country delivered directly to your door. I was at a family event today. We're traveling right now. And one of my brothers-in-law left the family farm in Delaware and went ahead to Montana where he works as a rancher. It's incredible to see his hands, his hat, his big beard. These are the men who work every single day to make sure that the meat that you eat and the meat that's raised here in America is the finest, best in the world. And Good Ranchers ensures that men like my brother-in-law still have jobs in this country. The reason why is because they refuse to use foreign meat. Foreign meat is often cheaper. It's of poorer quality. It travels here in frozen barges. It's not the stuff you want to buy, but because of stupid labeling laws, they're allowed to say it's a product of the USA if they package it here. Get rid of that trash. Order Good Ranchers. Go to GoodRanchers.com right now and use the promo code Benny. It'll save you $20 on your first box. And better yet, if you subscribe, every single box of mouth-watering American meat that shows up right to your door will be free express shipping. That's right, $20 and free express shipping on all of your orders with the promo code Benny, B-E-N-N-Y, at checkout. That's $20 off and free express shipping, goodranchers.com backslash Benny. Go support my family, support this show, and hop on to goodranchers.com. It's how Americans eat. All right, so one of the people eating really well in the Biden administration is his corrupt first son, first scumbag Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden has found a new con, selling artwork to morons, that's right, and to criminals, perhaps, who want to get leverage inside of the Biden administration, get to his father, 10% for the big guy, here's $500,000 for your piece of crap artwork. Hunter Biden is an aspiring artist. You hear that venture defended by Jen Psaki regularly from the halls of the White House. Well, Hunter Biden has done the White House's worst nightmare and has just opened up his gallery in L.A. and had a bunch of nefarious and very scummy creatures come to canoodle his artwork. I read to you from the New York Post. Hunter Biden hobnobs at his first art show in L.A. amid ethical concerns. New photos and videos show Hunter Biden rubbing shoulders with celebrities and wealthy art patrons at a pop-up exhibition for his artwork in Los Angeles. As the novice's new career raises ethical questions that buyers will pay inflated prices for his fledgling attempts at professional painting to curry influence with his powerful father. President Biden's son grinned broadly as he bumped fists with boxing legend Sugar Ray Leonard, who put his other arm around Hunter Biden's shoulders in a snapshot posted online by the Daily Mail. The scandal-scarred Biden scion has been accused of influence peddling in the past, most notably in a report last year by Senate Republicans that said his job with the Ukrainian energy company Bursima negatively affected efforts 
of dedicated career service individuals who were fighting to push for anti-corruption measures in Ukraine. The Post later revealed that Hunter Biden introduced his dad to Bursama executives less than a year before the elder Biden, then vice president, pressured Ukrainian officials into firing a prosecutor who was investigating the company. Other guests of the showing included L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti, whose nomination to serve as President Biden's ambassador to India has stalled in the U.S. Senate. So there you go. You have people that are vying for positions inside of the Biden administration going to Hunter Biden's art show in order to buy art. Eric Garcetti is the perfect example of the kind of corruption that was warned about by former Obama ethics czar who said this is one of the worst things he's ever seen. Listen, guys, when Barack Obama's ethics bros are coming out and saying this is some of the worst stuff he's ever seen from an administration, you got real problems. Listen to this. And you say, Walter, that the White House is outsourcing government ethics to an art dealer. Why? They've put an art dealer in charge of keeping a secret. And really what he's doing is keeping a secret from the public because eventually the Hunter Biden or people in the White House will learn who it's going to be. In fact, Hunter Biden, we now know, is going to be at two art showings where he will meet the universe of bidders on his art. So they left that detail out when they told us he had no way of knowing who was buying his art. Now, obviously, the adult children of presidents have jobs. They have lives. They may even have hobbies. But art, you say, is actually sort of different because of the nature of it being priced somewhat capriciously and that it is can be at a very high end used to actually launder money and other things. Explain how art is different and what the right way to do this might have been. So there's no intrinsic value to the art. It's whatever anybody says they want to pay for it. Mm -hmm. The problem is they're buying it from the president's son at prices that you would never see for a first-time art sale. There's a local artist collective in Alexandria, Virginia, just outside Washington, D.C., where if you go, really well-established artists who've been doing this for years and have quite a following are selling for two to $5,000. And he's not even at that level because this is his first sale. The clear conflict of interest and unethical behavior of this family has finally soured our corporate media against Joe Biden and against his kids. Jen Psaki was painted red today by the corporate press over this embarrassing display of corruption by the first family. Listen to Jen Psaki get absolutely Psaki bombed by our corporate media, a very rare sight, the rarest in all of D.C., the corporate media ganging up to attack the Bidens. Jen Psaki wasn't having any of it, but didn't really matter. She got roasted. Listen you separately. Um, the ambassador designate to India mm -hmm. was seen reportedly at an event in Los Angeles last week, uh, an art gallery event uh, that was featured the artwork of the president's son Hunter. Um, the ethicists who have pointed to this arrangement have expressed concern that the president's son selling art could potentially uh, put the president in a situation where those who seek jobs either in this administration or favors from this administration uh, and could put this White House in an awkward position. Should, first of all, what is the White House's response to the fact that uh, an ambassador nominee was at this event? And secondly, should we expect to see more people who seek jobs in this administration attending events like this in the future? Well, to be clear, we've spoken to the arrangement that is run by the gallerist uh, and Hunter Biden's 
uh, representatives that the White House provided suggestions for. I'd refer you to the gal gallerist for questions about uh, the event, um, and, and, and as well as the uh, representatives of uh, Mr. Garcetti in terms of his attendance. But, just to follow up, this is exactly what ethicists said they were worried about. What is specifically? That, uh, the, the president's that he son, reportedly attended an event? Well, the president's son would be selling artwork and then meeting potentially with people who would seek to buy it. If you have attendees at that event who might be seeking either jobs in this administration or favors from this administration, isn't it an awkward situation to put the president in? Again, the gallerist has spoken to, we've spoken to the specifics what the gallerist has agreed to and what uh, per, what recommendations were made. I've done that several times. I don't have additional details for it from here. I point you to them. Go ahead. So, so does this White House not have any concerns about uh, the photos that have emerged of showing Hunter Biden at that gallery alongside prospective buyers? I point you to the gallerist on uh, specifics of the restrictions that were put in place. Great. But what about the position of this White House? This is a president who ran on being transparent and you and we were very transparent about what recommendations were made to the gallerist, uh, and I would again point to them or the many times I've spoken about that from here. I mean, it really is just the most naked, open corruption that I have seen in my lifetime by a president's family. Every it's it's what aboutism is embarrassing, and it's become its own trope. But frankly, could you could you truly imagine if Don Jr. decided to become an artist? <laughs> <laughs> if Don Jr. said, I am a, an artiste now and decided to start selling paintings, what would happen? What would happen? Don Jr. would never do this. Don Jr. is a hunter. The most artistic thing that Don Jr. would probably sell is a mounted head of an animal that he has shot or killed. Uh, and, you know, I might actually be in the market for one of those. Well, it sounds like, according to the New York Post, Hunter Biden's paintings, which he created after embarking on a career as a self-taught artist, are being offered for sale at prices up to $500,000 each. Huge price tags sparking concerns that the purchasers could also gain influence over his dad. That's right. Man, what trash. This entire family is garbage. The entire Biden family has a singular profession, and that is parasitical criminality off of the dumb bellies of the liberal movement. These people are such suckers. They really did fall for this whole charade, this whole decency return to normalcy charade. There is no norms that have been returned to. Everything has gone wrong Everything that Biden touches turns to ashes, it craters, it crumbles, there is no more border in this country, the dollar is falling precipitously, our stock market is indeed crashing, the housing marketing is ready for a bubble, people are being fired in mass from their jobs based on unconstitutional mandates, and indeed the FBI is now investigating parents as domestic terrorists who stand up at school boards. Let's not say anything about Antifa. BLM, or indeed the illegal immigrants who have been following around a U.S. Senator, Kristen Sinema, and harassing her in public. No, those people can stay. These people get a pass from the FBI. Let's go after mom and pop who don't want their kids to be racists. That's right. This is the priorities of the Biden administration and starting to really break the American people. Biden's approval polls are out today and it is now newly minted that he is the most unpopular president 
in American history. In a poll released yesterday, Wednesday, Americans give President Biden lowest marks across the board. Quinnipiac University National Poll, a liberal poll, says that Joe Biden's administration is not competent. The Biden approval metric is not just underwater, guys. It's at the bottom of the ocean. Like a submarine in the Iraqi Navy, it is barely able to even crest the surface of the bottom of the volcanoes at the bottom of the ocean. 3853. 38% approve of Joe Biden. Incredible. Of note on the issues, taxes, 37% agree. Economy, 39%. Border, 23%. These are brutal. Immigration, 25%. Oh my goodness. Competency, 42%. COVID even, the one thing that he was ranking good on, he is now underwater, according to a very liberal poll, Quinnipiac. Guys, you are witnessing the slow motion, nary, no, wait, fast motion death of the Biden regime. There is no coming back from this. You are toast after this. This is, this is not, you do not recover from this. The motion has been set into play and you are only going to see it go down from here. Joe Biden doesn't seem to believe these polls. Joe Biden was bragging yesterday in Michigan about how popular he was. Listen to this. What, notwithstanding some of the signs that I saw come, that's why 81 million Americans voted for me. The largest number of votes in American history. A clear majority were supported when they supported me. Yeah, well, I've got to tell you guys, someone who's not buying it is, again, the Joe Biden press team that operate out of the CNN building should be renamed DNC headquarters. Boy, they are sounding the alarm. Again, if you've lost CNN, you've lost everything for Joe Biden. Listen to CNN. Look at these numbers in horror. Frankly, are brutal for the president. In this brand new Quinnipiac poll, only 38% of Americans approve of how Biden is handling his job compared to 53% who disapprove. That's the lowest approval rating Biden has had since taking office. Another striking number, only 39% of Americans approve of Biden's handling of the economy. 55% say they disapprove of the job he's doing on the economy. When asked, is Joe Biden an honest president? 44% of Americans say yes. 50%, a plurality, say no. And one of the most damning results of all, more than half of the American people. 55% say the Biden administration is not competent in running the government. 42% says the administration is. Man, that is a show with two CNN clips and both of them savaging Joe Biden. Not a great day for the president, not a great week for the president, not a great month for the president, not a great summer for the president. It's hard to think of any time in American history where it's honestly been worse And that's because the freedom movement is keeping up the pressure. The listeners of this show, the followers of this show are keeping up the pressure on this administration. It is amazing to see. We are so proud to be part of the fight. We are so proud to be part of this movement. We are the movement that saves America. There is nothing that can stop patriotic, motivated Americans when they set their hearts on something. And right now, there's only one thing to do. 
Two words, save America. Save America. That's what this show is about. It's why we operate. It's why we bring you truth. It's why we bring you news every single day. News you're not going to hear anywhere else. We find the stories that the corporate media are trying to censor. We bring them to you unvarnished and with a little bit of spice. We had some spice today on the show. We hope that you enjoyed it. We love doing this program. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. See you tomorrow.